Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey, this is Tane Liepinen, and you're listening to Me, Myself, and I Radio. Welcome to Me, Myself, and I Radio, a self-discovery podcast. Here are stories of transformation and hope with your host, Anthony Hayes. It's time to be inspired. Let's go. If you enjoyed that introduction song, that is Love Struck Robot coming through again with the tunes, this time with Do It All for the Dream. Head on over to lovestruckrobot.com or download that on iTunes right now. Good morning, good afternoon, hip hip me, myself and I, Radio Tribe. My co-pilot on today's self-discovery journey started blogging as a way to document his experience and help other first-time parents be present and involved in raising their kids. I wish I would have found this blog a little sooner. It's okay. It's here today for us to look on. I had the honor of sharing my own story, actually, on his show, Brand New Father Podcast. I'll um, drop a link to that interview so you can check it out in our show notes here for today's episode. But, um, you know, be sure to be sure to check that out. Tanel Yapian, let's get into me, myself, and I, shall we? Sure. I'm ready. <laughs> so, TJ, you've... Uh, You've been able to to basically gain insight and perspective into being the best brand new dad that you can be through through your writing, through blogging, and interviewing others on your show. This is an awesome element of of you as a person, uh, and as well as as a father. So, how did this how did this come into being? How did this whole thing start? This discovery process, if you will. Well, before I answer your question, I do want to stress, uh, like you you, you kind of said it correctly, that this has. Uh, uh, given me the opportunity to be the best dad that I could be. Because there's no way I can be the best dad ever. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of pressure and it's something that I struggled with in the very beginning when I started uh, blogging and podcasting because who am I to say uh, how to be a good dad? Um, but, I can, uh, by, but I can share my own journey, my own struggles, my own wins and uh, and just what it means to be a new dad for me and then uh, what it means to to all the all the guests that I've had on the show, so yeah, awesome. I I think a lot of people mm-hmm. relate to that, so totally. But it's it's tough, man. Now that I've uh, I've been a dad almost two years, our uh, little one turns two uh, in three weeks from when we record this. So happy uh, birthday! Yeah, well, maybe when he dares, uh, she already has turned two, so who knows? <laughs> oh, is she is she in April as well? Now she's uh, no she 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 turns two in the end of January so the end of January oh, okay all right I couldn't remember my da- my um my daughter's uh, April uh, uh, in early April so okay cool 
Yeah, but awesome. it's 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 very difficult. I mean, it's not really if you want to be conscious about your fatherhood journey or, or your dad experience, and you really want to be be a good dad, and you're willing to put in the effort. I mean, it's very tough because you know, like I think like most people, we're we're the the hardest critics on ourselves. So it's kind of I have the hard, uh, I have high standards for myself, and it's it's not always easy to to deliver or match these expectations. I guess. No doubt. But I guess it uh, it all started uh, actually about seven months before I before I became a dad. Um, I was I was working overseas. I'm originally from Europe, and that's where I live now as well in Estonia, a tiny country in northeastern corner of Europe. I was uh, working for U.S. based corporation for eleven years uh, before quitting uh, about a year ago. And I was overseas in U.S. My wife was uh, back home here in Estonia. And just one Sunday, Sunday afternoon, like we have these regular Skype calls and she's just dropped the bomb on me. And I just, <laughs> and that's just a funny story in itself, but just the way I reacted to it, it, it I kind of pumped with my reaction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I, I was very tight on time and I was uh, running late on an appointment to a mechanic and uh and she just, she didn't know my timing either. She just uh, dropped the bomb about the same time when I was about to pull on driveway of the, of the, of the car shop. Yeah. So, so I had to wow. call her back. Oh, man. <laughs> said, well, that's, well, that's awesome news, honey, but can I, can I call you back? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of left her hanging for a little while. <laughs> but oh, it just, uh, yeah. But it's just that weekend, uh, really. Changed, changed my life in a way. I mean, we had, I kind of had anticipated that this may happen in the beginning of the summer when I left Estonia, but uh, it still kind of caught me off guard and uh, it changed my priorities. Like, I just, like nothing else, I, I couldn't even have imagined how yeah. much it would change my priorities. So It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, although the money was good, uh, we got to travel. Uh, we've traveled big, thanks to the job and the income that it provided and all the incentive trips. We had traveled past decade to 35 different countries, 25 plus different states in US. And the money was good, but just couldn't, couldn't really put this lifestyle like working overseas and being away from family and uh, being a new dad just couldn't couldn't work it out and so i had to call it quits uh last year uh or actually not last year now already 2000 that was 2015 so uh so i took a year off started blogging before i became a dad few months just leading up all the lead up there's just the nervousness and uh, gotcha. maybe some Absolutely. level of anxiety I, I... even and then uh, I blogged for a year and then started uh, started the podcast almost a year ago from now. It's 15th of January, 2016. So uh, I will be, oh, awesome. I think I will be, will be publishing episode number 100 on the one year birthday. So, Oh, excellent. That's so, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. So that's kind of how it started. And uh, that's kind of as short as I could put this experience, how, how it cool. all got started. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that that's an awesome that's an awesome journey and there's so many you know ups and downs that you were going through so many things you're experiencing for the first time i know personally speaking i can totally relate to that i'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening who can do the same there's unforeseen circumstances in our future and the most important thing is whenever something does come up to adapt and it kind of sounds like that's what you did you 
you just shifted. You had to, you had to make a change. You made the change and obviously for the better, because, you know, you've got a, a beautiful child and even, you know, a small, a small win, um, in the grand scheme of things, but the, the, the anniversary of the podcast, I mean, it's just all these little, little things, they kind of add up to just an amazing journey. So I really appreciate you, you know, delving into some of that stuff right away. That's awesome. Sure. And, and you are right about that. It's just, uh, it is, it was a big like adaption or just, uh, getting used to this new reality. And now, I mean, when we talk about this now, it may, it may sound like it was fairly easy or quick, uh, adaption, but it was nothing close to it. I mean, I'm, I mean, being a new dad, it's just the job or the description of, of uh, being a father is constantly changing. I mean, being a dad to a few month old baby versus being a dad to an almost two year old, it's very different. And uh, the demands on your resources as a mental and emotional resources are different and, and so on. So, mm-hmm. so I'm constantly, that's like what you said. It's just constant adaptation, constant process and constant learning and uh, evolving, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I found that, you know, for, for men, not to discredit women, but for men in general with becoming a father and going through these life changes, there's so much expectation on us to be the rock and the, you know, the, the big strong man and to not have emotions, you know, cause we're supposed to be the, the safety net of our family, but that's not exactly true. Is it? it there's, there's so many emotions and so many anxieties that come to the surface. And that's something that I know I experienced too. And it, it sounds like blogging and podcasting. This is all just, it just helped you through those situations, helped process it. I love that. Yeah, it's definitely has been in a way a therapeutic experience for me <laughs> just to kind of process yeah. my own emotions and, and thoughts and, and so on. And I think you are right in the way that traditionally this is how we've seen men. I mean, they, they're they the ones that basically bring home the bacon and uh, I don't know, and then just drink beer and watch football and <laughs> whatever, whatever the traditional male figure. The figure American is. dream. <laughs> but... Uh, I don't think it's really it's really true in uh, today's society or with the new generation of men. And I think a lot of men in their mid-20s, and I would guess even younger as well, maybe early 30s such as I am, they don't really agree with this uh, idea of manlyhood or, or, or masculinity, that they have to be stoic and they, they have to be almost like emotionless or to feel emotions is is unmanly and right. uh, and i think it's it's a good thing uh because otherwise we would just bottle up these emotions and and we don't really process them and we don't really exactly. learn from these situations and we don't we're not we're not prepared for the adversity when it comes later on down the road as well so yeah that's so that's so eloquently put i love that um, keeping that stuff bottled up and it just, it's a ticking time bomb because then it's only a matter of time where it blows up and not in a good way. So just being able to to process those things, to get those feelings out, to get those thoughts out and to utilize these resources, whether it be writing about it, blogging about it, uh, podcasting about it, talking to uh, a loved one, a, an uncle, somebody like that, just whatever it is, you just you got to get it out. You got to find an outlet. And I think it's just a lot of young men now, they feel like 
because of this traditional man masculinity, I don't know, idea that it's not, I, I guess they just almost like are looking for this uh, permission to talk about these things, but it's always difficult to be the first to open up and, and share these true feelings with your, I don't know, your best friend or some or, or a good friend or, I don't know, cousin or whoever it is. Uh, but then again, I found that uh, when this trust, this trust is there and somebody kind of gives this permission to another one or just opens up uh, him himself, it's actually, you can have very, very deep uh, conversations. And uh, it's awesome that you can. Because uh, what I've found through this uh, fatherhood journey as well, because this is something that I've needed to process and I've needed to reach out to other new dads or or even more experienced dads and just kind of process this, my own experience and my own emotions. And uh, it's a cool thing to experience that even though this new role in my life, being a new dad, has put me in this in situation where my time where my time is at really at premium. I don't have as much time to hang out with friends, to go out. Uh, there's definitely a lot less spontaneity in my life, especially when it comes to social life. So yeah. it's almost it almost has been conscious decision from my end as well to maybe focus on less number of friends. But just focus on the depth of the relationship versus the the breath. So, so that's Ooh. something that I've learned on the uh, on this journey. And quality uh, but, over quantity. I love that. And that's when great. You, when I've had these more like meaningful, deep connections, it's uh, it's been very very cool experience to actually connect in a, on a deeper level with uh, with some of uh, like some of my friends, and. Uh, and that's something that I truly believe in. It's just the quality of the of my social life depends a lot more on uh, the quality of these relationships that I have, not the number of relationships or number of connections that I have. That's that's cool. That's that's a really good point, and I think a lot of people can relate to that, especially as we get older, because there's so many things we are responsible for. We have to wake up. We have to go to work. We can't sleep until 10 a.m. anymore like we used to in college uh, you know it just those things just aren't reality so finding that time those little pockets to make it meaningful and special is uh is something we just have to figure it out and I, it, it differs for everybody there's 24 hours in the day but that 24 hours isn't spent the same for every single person it's very unique to each of us individually and in doing that you're able to find time for podcasting so how, mm -hmm. like, how does that play into, like, I, people ask me that all the time. They're like, when do you find time to podcast? I'm like, I don't know. It just, <laughs> whenever I can. Well, that's something that I've had to, had to learn now, or I'm learning right now as well, because I've been podcasting for a year, but whole 2016, I didn't work outside the home. I took a year off to stay home with my wife and the, and the baby or, or little toddler or whatever you, however you call, call her. And uh, so I basically was focusing on just doing this podcast, uh, doing the blog, connecting with other dads online. And just uh, I'm actually putting together a membership site or community for new dads to to have uh, this wolf pack or band of brothers that they can actually share their true feelings. Even when, if they, for example, if they don't have these connections in their in their personal life. Oh, awesome. So, 
So that's something that I was working on most of the 2016. So I was working from home and now I just started working for somebody else uh, from December 1st, 2016. So I've been working for somebody else for a month now outside of home. So I've, I'm learning myself now how to fit this podcasting in. But fortunately, I'm, uh, I guess I've, I've proven my value already with a month and uh, my employer is fairly flexible as well. So I'm right now I'm putting in uh, 10 hours a day for four days a week. So Fridays are off for me. Oh, wow. So Friday, Friday, Friday is the day where I focus on, on my own online platform, podcast and blog. And then just weekend is exclusively for my family. Oh, wow. That's like a, that's an ideal setup. I wish I could have some type of um, schedule like that. But for me right. personally with retail, it's just, it's impossible I, I, yeah. you know, some days I'll work till midnight, 1am. Other days I'll have to be in well, at 4am, like kind of all over the place. So I, I like that, that you've been able to set your priorities and really just focus on what's important and how to go about that in the future and really lay the foundation for 2017. Cause it's a, it's a brand new year. So I, um, I envy you for that, my friend. Yeah. Well, it sounds like I have everything figured out, but it's something that I'm just testing and I've tested it for a week now. So, <laughs> but it's something that I really, uh, that I, I like this setup because I don't have any, I have no problems with waking up early and our babies or I, our daughter's schedule, sleeping schedule is a little bit weird as well that she goes to sleep fairly late, maybe 10, 11 PM and she wakes up 9 AM. So it doesn't matter whether I start working 8.30 or 7. I don't really lose any family time. So gotcha. I just, I start working earlier. I'm, I'm the first one in the office usually for almost two hours and then everybody shows up 8.30 at nine. And uh, so I've already have like kicked most of the urgent stuff out of the way. So. Oh, cool. That's awesome. I, um, you know, this, uh, this self-discovery process and I think you've, you nailed it, you nailed it on the head. It's a constant, it's an evolution. It's something that that never stops. We never stop growing as parents. We never stop growing as individuals. And I think just to be able to hear it from your perspective, um, that you're early on, the, the traveling you did and everything that brought you today, all your me, myself and I elements just kind of wrapped into one. I know that uh, everybody listening is really going to enjoy this conversation, enjoy your story and everything that we speak about on the shows, obviously, I'm going to make available for everybody at me, myself, and I radio.com slash TJ. And then we'll drop the links there. We'll have great quotes from the episode and just everything you guys need to know to make yourself a better person and to excel your own self discovery process. We're going to do that. And um, yes, yes, good stuff. So um, along your your journey, along your discovery process, along becoming the TJ we know today, there was some things that maybe helped you, things that gave you inspiration or hope, some resources, if you will. What would you say is something that the, the uh, listeners could, could go check out that kind of helped you? Well, uh, my professional background is in sales. So uh, from very, very early on, I was introduced to like the concept of like maintaining your own attitude or controlling your own attitude. And uh and uh, controlling your own self-talk. So one thing that I've went back uh, like again and again is is a book, uh, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. And it's, it's not really a new book. It's actually, it's, I think it's been around for many decades. I may be wrong. 
I would I would say it's I think it's from seventies or eighties. Oh, I'm gonna check that. That sounds like right up my alley. Uh, but it may be newer as well. Just don't quote me on that. I think that <laughs> the author is uh, Shad Helmstetter. Okay. And uh, he talks a lot about different uh, like scripts uh, uh, that we play and the negative self-talks that we have, uh, especially when we're not aware or conscious about how we treat ourselves. So uh, just one thing, I don't remember if it's uh, from the book, but it's just connected to that idea. It's just if we would treat our loved ones or our friends the same way sometimes we treat ourselves, we really wouldn't have a whole lot of friends. So sometimes uh-huh. we're just uh, too critical of ourselves and too tough on ourselves. And this... Uh, this negative self-talk is uh, very easy and natural for most people, and it takes it takes conscious effort to kind of rewrite these scripts in our head and uh, and just start having or start having more of this positive self-talk to to support the better self-image as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That 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 mindset is um, something that's so valuable. That, like you said, it's not really something that. It's natural. You have to work at it. It's not something they teach in school. You have to use these resources. You have to read these books and to, uh, to constantly evolve yourself in that, that self-talk is, um, something personally I struggle with. I struggle with it every day. So I'm, I'm going to check out that book. Hey, I don't have all these things figured out as well. Like we were, <laughs> like we talked about it, it's constant process, so. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, a big step forward is already being aware of your self-talk and noticing these scripts that you play. And cool thing is this is a, this has helped me a whole lot in sales. Uh, and now as well, when I'm, when I've been transitioning to this new lifestyle and, uh, have had to change, basically change my lifestyle. And uh, another thing where I find this becoming useful now, as our, our daughter is growing up, is just a lot of times kids self-talk, comes from their parents and how their parents talk to the kids so i can also just be a little bit more aware of how i talk to my daughter and just Mm. uh, kind of set her up uh, hopefully a little on a little better track than i was set up uh, uh, from early age gotcha that's awesome that's great advice so that's i think one of one of the the resources can i share two or second one as well yeah absolutely and second one that I actually read this almost seven or eight years ago when I really didn't connect with it back then. Uh, but I but I reread it a couple of times now that I'm a dad and it has made a very big impact in my life. And that's uh, and it's a book again. It's The Power of Full Engagement. And uh, well, that I, I guess it's it's one of the points of the book, but this is the biggest takeaway for me is that all of us have four types of energy or four types of resources, and that's physical, mental, emotional, and, and spiritual resources or spiritual energy. And uh, there are different activities how how we can like kind of refuel uh, or restock our resources. And uh, that has helped me a whole lot from my fatherhood journey and also being a better partner for my wife as well because she experienced uh, postpartum depression uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it was very difficult for me to n- recognize or notice it in the beginning. But once we did, we actually had some couples counseling. And this book has helped me a whole lot my, to manage my own different resources and then also hers. That's and great. I think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add in that to my, to my list as well. Thanks for that. And especially when I'm, when I'm as a partner, the biggest takeaway for me was just how to manage our, our mental resources. 
and uh, I also could see how why the reason why she turned out mentally and which contributed to her postpartum depression because she didn't really have any variety or diversity in her life in her life basically I mean basically she was mom 24/7 because I was putting in crazy hours and uh, she really didn't have any diversity back then it was about four or five months in a row when I when I worked about 80 or 90 uh, hours a week that was wow. before I before I quit my job and we were in uh, she she was with me in in uh, Canada so she was alone in foreign country didn't have a support group and I was putting in 80 90 hours a week mm-hmm. and the men- basically what I boiled it down is just uh, the mental resources were just so depleted and uh, she really didn't take any action and I didn't notice and didn't see the need to change something either because I just didn't recognize her state no doubt. Well, I mean, in the end, it it all, you know, it all sorted itself out, and those resources are um, going to be awesome for somebody that may be going through something similar that can relate to it, or to prevent something in the in the the future as well. You know, we can, we learn so much from each other, from having these meaningful conversations to getting you know getting to know other dads, other parents, other people in your circle. So I appreciate you doing that here with us today, TJ, and um. You know, to bring everything kind of roundabout and to get in our time machine of, of, if you will, and kind of go back when we were 21 years old, what's something you would say to yourself at that point? Well, I haven't really prepared that much, but I think something that uh, connects with my professional life in sales and now being a new dad and all this transition to this new role and new new reality, something that's always has been true especially when i look back to you is is the saying that nothing is as good or bad as it initially seems so sometimes it's just so easy to like do this i don't know if it i think it translates to in english as well just have go through this mental mushrooming experience that cool. just something happens whether it's usually when it's bad and just you start like going on and on and on it's just make it bigger and bigger and bigger and just almost to a point where you kind of feel this anxiety and negative energy in yourself but it's just always i try to remember myself or remind myself that nothing is as bad or as good as as it initially seems so and usually cool this cool spe- that's that's an awesome one I mean, it's just usually it isn't special when you when you look back to this situation or this time. I don't know, five five days, five years from now, from the from the situation, depending how serious it is. So, sure, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, those are um, that's that's good stuff, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab those quotes, I'm gonna put that in the blog, and uh, you know, so everybody can can reflect on those, on that wisdom and and everything that you've shared here today, if. If, if for any reason people don't already know where you're at, they haven't listened to the podcast, which they should, shame on you guys. Um, <laughs> where, where can they find out about you? Where can they find out about everything that you do, TJ? Well, it's definitely for, not for everybody, but if there, uh, if there is a dad that's listening and, or fairly new dad or still expecting their special delivery, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to check out the website. It's brandnewfather.com and the, and the podcast is also Brand New Father podcast. And I recently started a Facebook group as well for new dads, and I don't really remember the direct uh, the link to it, but it's just if you go to brandnewfather.com forward slash Facebook, that takes you to the Facebook group page. Oh, awesome. 
Very cool. Well, um, you know, I'll be sure to, to grab those links as well. And I'll also put everything on, on our website, me, myself, and I radio.com slash TJ. So it's just easy to, to get involved, to connect. And at the end of the show, TJ, I tell everybody, everybody out there who's listening, no matter who you are, no matter what your circumstances are in life to control the controllable as for the rest, keep on flowing and just be. Everybody, this has been me, myself, and I with TJ. Just slayed it, man. You, I'm really so appreciative that you, uh, you came on, and it was great to talk to you again. I really hope you have a a great 2017. I hope that we can talk soon. Sure. Well, thanks for having me on. It was great. You've been listening to Me, Myself, and I Radio with your host Anthony Hayes. Tune in next time.